We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. This is, this is, this is, this is. Heat, heat beat, heat beat, heat beat. With Giancarlo Navas and Ryan Goins. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Heat Beat Podcast. I'm Giancarlo Navas, and with me today is Brian Goins and Hitrin. Up, oh, damn it, Hitrin. Harrison <laughs> Citrin. <laughs> damn it! This is going to be every single I'm show from now so on, is it? Shook. Look, your name, Harrison Citrin. <laughs> what did uh, I yeah. say? What Hitrin. Hitrin. Whatever. Oh my God. I'm fine. so shook. Regardless, welcome. <laughs> To the Heapy Podcast, I'm with the gentleman. Yeah, no, it's off to a, a crackerjack start. Um, it's oh been, we have so much to talk about, uh, guys. I don't know where you want to start. Let's um, start with the pronunciation of Harrison's name. Harrison Citrin. There we go. Boom. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Moving it's on. really not that hard. It's not that hard. Um, okay, so we can go. I'm gonna let you guys decide. We can go Chalmers trade. We can go Hassan Whiteside. We can go Bumpy Johnson. What do you guys want to do? Can, can, can I spin the lucky sound no, wheel? I'm going to no, spin the lucky not, sound wheel. Not stealing from other shows. No, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do It's that. already gone. I don't want to it's steal. already done. No, it's no. been done. And Libertar does that, and I don't want to Can't steal. go back. We're not stealing. Oh, any, well. of those are, any of those are fine. Um, no. We're going Chalmers. And we landed screw on Chalmers. Yeah. No, screw you. Chalmers is fine. This episode's uh, the greatest show we've ever done. From, no, we're not stealing from other shows. I hate that. How do you feel about Chalmers being traded? I'm so sad. And why? Because I miss him. Because he's he's our guy, man. He's our knucklehead. Yeah. I mean, I had enough of Chalmers. I mean, you know how I feel. I just feel like... I think after seven years... Well, I was ready after LeBron left. I thought that was the time to not sign Chalmers back. But uh, we kept him for another two years and... 
or signed him for another two years, and his three-point shooting was horrible last year. It wasn't very good this year. I think he was shooting the low 30s um, from three. I think he's shooting 9% this year. I mean, it was it was low on the heat, and his defense was great this year. He was playing really good defense, especially in the pick and roll, especially with the trapping, especially with the Justice League lineup. Um, <laughs> but as you saw in the two games since Chalmers left, he's very replaceable. Uh, the guys that they put in can play just as good as defense, and it gives more time for Tyler Johnson, and we're finally free from the boneheadedness of Mario Chalmers. Why'd you have to trade him? Why can't he just like sit at the end of your bench? Well, the reason why they want to trade him is because if we're not going to play him and you have two replacement level players, why pay close to 10 million just for one player when you can pay 2 million for two players that are just as good, if not even better? And why Josh are Richardson sudden, and why Tyler Johnson. Are we, why are we suddenly okay with ownership cutting costs? I, the only, I, no, here's, I, I understand why you were angry. I saw the Twitter, uh, the Twitter every, rant you had. Eh, I'm, I'm talking. The reason why I saw the Twitter rant you got. The only reason why I feel like Pat Riley did the trade is because eventually the Heat were going to cut ties with him part ways with Chalmers. And that's because we had so much money uh, in cat space that we got to pay for Whiteside and wait next year and whoever that free agent Riley wants to target. And Chalmers just wasn't going to be the fit in that books for next year. It's, but Giancarlo, it's hard, to, it's hard to call the Heat cheap or cutting costs when they're going to be the first team that could even approach the repeater tax. So it's not cheap. They just they wanted to make Wade happy. They gave him a four million dollar boost. Uh, Dang opted in. They weren't sure if he's going to do that. That's another ten million dollars. Why pay the repeater tax if you don't have to? So if you if the two guys that are getting you close to the tax are Chalmers and Bird, Bird who looks like he's going to be more matchup based than anything on playing time, why not just get rid of those guys, let the young guys play, and not have to pay the repeater tax? And then you you don't have to worry about the tax again. Because the salary cap's going up next year to ninety million, and the year after to one hundred and eighteen, so I totally understand Mickey Harrison not wanting to pay the tax if it doesn't affect the team winning, which it doesn't, and it won't. So it makes sense to make the moves. But what I'm saying, and I understand perspective, what I don't understand, well, the fan base wants, is, oh yeah, we're, yeah, we're under the luxury tax. Blah, blah, blah. Like, why do you care? You're a fan. When did you ever care about the owner's money? This is not football. It's not a hard, it's not a hard cap sport. Now, what Brian said makes more sense. What to getting to paying Whiteside and to bring in another Max guy, you're gonna have to cut waves with him anyway. Now is as good a time as any because they ended up getting a second round pick as well. So that what Brian explained to me is a good explanation. This whole idea of oh, they needed to get under the luxury tax. Like, why do you care? They're still not under the luxury tax at the moment. They're going to have to get rid of Anderson. But why do you care about saving ownership money? As a fan base. As a fan base. I think they just want what's best for the team. So if that means that no, 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 that's what's best for the ownership group. Because what's best for the team is to obviously keep another guy who's capable. If in case two guys go down, let's say Drogic and Wade get hurt tomorrow by a. A bizarro accident. Like the best <laughs> thing for the team is to keep him. But yeah, all the guards can hospitalize. That's not necessarily true. Like, look at the Cavaliers who are going to pay a huge luxury tax. Having them that close to the tax when they're going to have no flexibility next year to add anyone doesn't make the team better. By by getting rid of guys and staying below the tax or near or near below the tax, you, there's more flexibility in making moves. Now, for example, if the Heat wanted to. Like you're right, they got a pretty good second round pick in Stokes. If he ends up being something that they want to work on and keep, no, they and, can. And they, didn't they didn't they also get Stokes and a second round pick? Yeah, they like, got they got Stokes and oh, they a got second Stokes, round pick. They got Stokes and a second round pick. Yes. and a and a future 
Second. Did yeah, no one so read my I, report story? I did, but I didn't know. I haven't seen it. That elsewhere. was the first line that sent a story. <laughs> okay. Well, I apologize, but that's. I think that's really the key. Is that if you can get, I think Stokes is a nice player. You could end up trading Birdman and uh, Bino and get under this and get under the tax as well. I mean, it's. I think it's more. It's listen. It's not like the the fan base isn't saying let's be cheap, let's get under the tax. It's just if you could have that flexibility to make more moves, it makes more sense. When you're over the tax, you can't be doing that. So. No, and that's fair. Like, and I, that's that's a good explanation as I've heard. But what bothered me was fans being happy that we're saving Mickey Arison money. And I'm like, since when did we ever care about doing that? I, I think it's more a respect for Arison and what he's done for the Heat. And so if he decides that he doesn't want to pay the repeater tax, he has that right. I, I don't think it's fair to call an owner cheap because he decides he doesn't want to pay the most. Uh, I did. I didn't call him cheap, and I don't, I'm not, don't mind. I'm not saying, when- I'm not saying you are, though. No, I know. I'm just saying for the, for the people on Twitter that do say that, that, and Spoon blocked me a while ago for saying that. But what <laughs> I'm saying is that this is an organization that constantly preaches family, 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 and Chalmers was as much family as you can get, and it's like, eh, gone. Like, it, that's the problem I have. It's a farce. And then what it does is just riles up the fan base and lets them get mad at LeBron because, oh, we're about family. No, we're not. No, they're not. Not, like... I don't know. You make a point. No, you do make a point. But, I mean, there's a counter argument, which we've been saying twice already. But I no, guess we'll see it a third I time. I agree with that. And it's smart business. And at the end of the day, this is business. What my That they keep preaching family, 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 family. And this is clearly not about family. But it's only family to them when it's convenient to them. And not to say that they're not, because I know that they treat people better. And that's not fair what I'm doing. And I understand that. It just it irks me a bit. Because I know that they do go to Haslam's funeral. I know that they are involved in their players' lives, even after basketball. I do understand that. Isn't uh, Dragic's family coming over to town today? No, yeah. And I, and, and also how Wade and, and Riley were very concerned with, with, with the baby and all of that. And I know that they care. I'm not saying they don't. And I know they do things differently. It just bothers me that, you know, that the fan base shames people for not being about the family when sometimes the organization does the same. But at least we're not as bad as the Marlins, right? <laughs> but I, I think, like, I don't think the relationship that developed between Chalmers and Spo, Chalmers and Wade, Chalmers and Haslam, um, you know, Chalmers I and Bosch, I think that still stays there. I'm sure, I'm sure it was discussed with them before the move was made. This isn't something that just blindsided people. Maybe blindsided Chalmers because Chalmers thinks he's the best player ever, and why would you ever trade the best player ever? Um, otherwise... This is a business, man. It's a business first. You can preach family and everyone, you know, heat life or blah, blah, blah. But Wade could have left. You know, there's there's this off, uh, this previous offseason. There's just – you can't go pre- – listen, it's as, it's as close a family unit as you'll find. It doesn't mean that it's a real family. It's a business. It's a money-making business. So that's kind of where you have to go with it. And, and-, and Chalmers leaving doesn't make the heat worse. It probably makes them better in the long run because if you want to transition, uh, Bumpy is a legit player. And yeah, and I want to shift gears a little bit from from this to, um, and it wasn't a topic I gave you in the beginning. Okay. The Heat are the Heat are tied for first place in defensive rating. Did they move up since that Utah game? I remember they were like number three. Oh no, no, they were they were number one after the Utah game. However, San Antonio has tied them uh, since. Some damn Spurs. The Heat are fourth in net rating, uh, 8.4. Golden State at a towering. Golden State has 
is is winning by sixteen point five points per one hundred percent. Did you watch that game last night? <laughs> uh, no, which one? Brooklyn was beating them the whole game, and then Brooke Lopez had a, a easy putback to win the game against Golden State. Couldn't couldn't make it. Went into overtime, and I think the Warriors won by eight. It was. It was a good game. It was a surprisingly good game from probably one of the worst teams in the NBA to definitely one of the best. So. I wanted to watch it, but I was so tired and I had been working on a research paper that I didn't get to it. But I do want to say, and I know that I said this on this podcast and all over Twitter, that the Heat were going to be a top five defensive team last year. And I think we've all kind of talked about this a little bit. And the national media, Zach Lowell included, a great NBA writer, Zach Lowell, was like, oh, they're going to be a mess on defense. They haven't. Because McRoberts is an excellent defender, and I don't know why people were saying he wasn't a good defender. He's probably one of the best help defenders on this team. He allows them to play two bigs. Um, what What do you guys make of the defense? Brian, you go. Well, I'm actually going to look up that story I wrote. I'm not sure if any of you guys saw it, but the plus-minus from the past two years, I averaged out. And uh, basically, the Heat were going to be a good defensive team regardless just because of the pool of talent they had. I'm going to pull up uh, McRoberts' numbers in a second, but... Essentially, yep. no, you're right. I felt like the Heat had the capability to be a great defensive team. Obviously, we have all this talent in the team. All we had to do was have Spolstra put together a system that, that kind of erased what previous championship teams were doing, which was the over-trapping on pick and rolls and on the corners, to a, a more, I guess, more de- a defense that's more in line with today's NBA. With I mean, nowadays you have centers like Draymond Green, who can shoot a three, who can... Chris Bosch. Yeah, uh, I can't think of any of your players at the moment, but you do have a bunch of players who are playing multiple positions that at, at, in the past you, you, weren't, you weren't seeing these guys in the NBA. And the Heat, for a while, were getting away with just trapping these, these big men. But nowadays, you can't do that anymore. You have to have the help defense. And having Whiteside definitely helps just because he can be that defensive presence to give you a contest at the rim like Roy Hibbert was against us, against the Pacers. So... Harrison? Yeah, I mean, I it was funny. The first podcast we did, you asked if we were concerned about the defense because the preseason it wasn't looking. Other national writers were, I don't know. I, Zach Lowe has a weird thing against the Heat. He's a great writer. I, I read all his stuff. Um, there's always a tiny bit of bias against the Heat. I'm not sure what happened or why. And I, met, I mentioned it to him one time. He got mad at me on Twitter. Uh, but there's definitely something that he's a little biased against the heat. Uh, I, I, I had no, I didn't think it was going to be an issue with the defense. It was going to be the strength of the team. Uh, the defense was pretty good last year with no Bosch and no McRoberts. So you add in two guys that are big, that can defend the pick and roll, that can rebound, um, that can block shots. And you were going to have a juggernaut. Plus you bring in, uh, Winslow's better than we, than any of us expected. We thought Winslow would be good. Oh uh, yeah. He's but exceeded but it Wins- all. Winslow is a monster defensively, and he's already went up against really big guys one on one. And it's just, it's more his instincts than anything else, right? I mean, his defensive skills his are. Body, his body type is, yeah. is also. His no, body was NBA ready. The way he positioned himself, he leaves the perfect amount of space where he can either trap down low on the double team or he can get out to the shooter. Right. Um, everything about his, his defensive game is years. I mean, you would, if, you, if you looked at Winslow and you're like, that kid's 19. I would say you were smoking crack and bad crack, not even good crack, like bad crack. Um, and then you add in Tyler Johnson, who's ferocious. Great I mean, analysis there. Uh, what? <laughs> bad crack. 
just it's just what popped into my head. Heat beat exclusive. <laughs> and uh, Johnson's ability to close out on shooters. I mean, what he's been doing the last few games to the guys he's been guarding, he's making them look silly. And so when you have that lineup, uh, basically you can interchange whether it was Chalmers or Richardson or someone else. But that lineup with Winslow, Johnson, Bosch, and McRoberts is really nasty defensively and it's causing all types of havoc, especially as the game wears on in the third and fourth quarter when teams are getting tired. Uh, and they're really, uh, really, really causing trouble for other teams. What I want to talk about is how even though they have some guys that are on defense like Dwayne and Drogic, they're still holding their own. And, and that's, we know how good that second unit is. But that starting unit has been good and even pretty decent defensively. And I think that has a lot to do with Bosch. Like, Bosch in the pick and roll this year has been, like, phenomenal as a defender. And he's also, they, they're protecting the rim, even without Whiteside in the game because of Bosch. Good positioning. Like, did you expect that, that out of Bosch? Uh, more so the rim protection. Ryan? Oh, Har- go Harrison, because I'm looking up the stat right now. Uh, it's not that surprising. Bosch has always been pretty good at the rim. I mean, pick and roll is his defensive, uh, you know, that's his niche. But, yeah, Bosch is holding his own. And I think I think the difference is when Whiteside's in, Whiteside's kind of fishing for the block. He's not – he needs to do more rim protection without actually – because sometimes he'll go for the block and he'll um, – He always he'll, goes for the block. And he'll and he'll leave he'll leave the other guy open be, uh, to cut in behind. I mean, there's just there's things where you, there are, you see- there are times that he that he does buckle down defensively and does the right thing. A lot of times it's with those other units that 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 bench unit that's been like yeah. exceptional. Yeah, but Bosch's ability to I mean, he's doing it with the starting lineup, and then he's doing it off the bench. Uh, Bosch has been the Heat's best player this year, and he's playing the way I think people expected him to play last year when LeBron left. And I'm not sure if just he kind of has this new lease on life, uh, literally. Oh, where, yeah. And he's just playing with a reckless abandon. He, he looks like he's having fun out there. Even when he's not, you know, last game against Utah, he was he had a little trouble finding his stroke at the beginning of the game offensively. But he's, I mean, he's killing people on defense. And it's not, I don't think it's that unexpected. Bosch is uh, one of the I best. At the, I, meant at the, the, I meant at the rim, though. Like, his defense at the rim is, like, he's defensive with a year player conversation if, not for Rudy Gobert existing like like other than like he would have been my guy right now for defensive player of the year if Rudy Gobert uh wasn't in the league <laughs> I mean I think his rebounding is surprising just because we haven't really oh seen my it in god Miami. yeah but but it's but it's uh Whiteside's drawing so much attention I mean you gotta you gotta have at least one guy boxing out mostly two and that leaves Bosch to collect the boards uh and so that's really helping because uh I don't know the numbers but I know Bosch's rebounding percentage is very high this year and well, so they don't play. They don't play on the court that much together. Like, no, yeah, that's so. It's not just Whiteside. It's just Bosch rebounding because they're going a lot of one center at a time. Like, they're not playing a lot of minutes together other than when they first start and then when they finish either the the half or the game. Uh, uh, yeah, and that's also because uh, McRoberts is doing a very nice job when he's in there, both defensively and. I- I like McRoberts' game on offense as well. I think people are ready to trade him. And he might be traded next season. No, 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 no. They, they need to keep him. I think he's essential. I, I think so too. But if, but if Riley wanted the extra whatever cap room to do what he needs to do, I think he might do it. But I'm just saying uh, that McRoberts' game 
what he can do, his ability to create is another reason why I thought they can get rid of Chalmers because he can. He's he's one of the best passers I've seen, and he's a six foot ten power forward. So he's just really, really good. At, who's very good? One of the best help defenders. Of, Brian, why are you smiling? <laughs> he's like the white Boris Dia as well. I was thinking. <laughs> no. And I was just thinking fat. how Boris Dia would look like just really white and long hair, like Jesus. He's not fat. Boris is fat. Well, he's definitely he definitely he looked like he Jesus could've. last night. Did you see the pictures? Oh from- my god! Did you see what Ethan? <laughs> did you see what Ethan tweeted out? Yes. Or on put on Instagram. Uh huh. Yeah. Chris Chris Bosch dressed him. He's like, this is what Jesus would dress like nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's just. Uh, I wanted to read what Ethan wrote in his. Um, he he wrote a really good uh, piece on just breaking down a lot of different advanced stats on the Heat's defense this year. Um, essentially. This is the reason why to hear doing really good in rebounding with both Chris Bosch and Whiteside. Right now, they're ranking third and fifth in the NBA in defensive rebounds per game at 8.9 and 8.4, respectively. Whiteside's having a higher rate of available rebounds than Andre Drummond. And Chris Bound, a higher rate than Kevin Love. I, I think that has to do with pace. Um, I think rebound percentage is a number we have to look at because these numbers aren't pace adjusted. And I want the audience to understand. And it's not like we're nerds and poindexters. It's like not counting stats are stupid. They don't take into account pace. So, for example, a team that plays slow is going to have fewer possessions. So those rebounding numbers are skewed because there's fewer chances to rebound. Now, a team that plays really fast is going to have a higher chance to get rebounds because there's more possessions and more rebounds available. That's why you use stats like rebound percentage, assist percentage. Mm -hmm. But but also... but also factor in that if you're talking about a very good defensive team where teams are having trouble sh- shooting even 40% against the Heat, that means more rebounds are going to be available because the other team is missing more shots. Exactly. So, That's why so the, these numbers, these percentage numbers are important. Not these Counting stats are stupid, guys. But, <laughs> uh, let, let's get rid of the counting stat. But So that's interesting when you're talking about – so that's – I mean, Bosch and Whiteside are feasting on the boards because the Heat – the Heat's uh, defense this year is causing so many missed shots that they're able to collect uh, the available boards, and that's it's been it's been nice to watch. I really hope it continues. I think it will. It'll be interesting what happens when we start facing better competition because right now we have a chance to rack up some wins. So hopefully the Heat will do that over the next few weeks. I want to see where the Heat rank in turnovers because if I feel like they're not really creating a lot of turnovers. Uh, as they as they have in years past, but the defense is still good. I guess, and it depends because I know we're doing pretty good in the block department. But I guess block are blocks considered turnovers if they switch possessions. Um, I I don't know. I think it's just a block. Yeah, I see. I'm I'm trying to find some stats, but NBA.com just has turnovers as a team, not necessarily forced turnovers. But uh, I would like to know that number because it's 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 important, and they're and I do think when this team gets out and runs. That's when they're at their best, especially that second unit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want I want Spo. I don't know when it's going to happen, but and with Green coming back, which is going to be interesting. I think he that needs is to, gonna, where, where is he going to play? He's going to be like the knife man off the bench. Did he lose his job? Uh, he might take Richardson's job. I don't know yeah. about that. I he, think they, they he might. I don't know. They need his they need his three point shooting, especially with spacing in the in the second lineup. And it would be nice if they let Drogic play with the with the second unit to run a little bit. Yeah. I would love to see Green um Green with Tyler Johnson, uh, basically those four bench players with one of the starters, usually Bosch. I'd love to see that unit and see how they would play because we've been doing pretty good with those two guards and 
and having Winslow out there in the backcourt as well. I would like to see him maybe play with Dwayne and, and Hassan Green. That'd be cool too. I was just reading how the Heat's when Dwayne is on the court, the Heat's offensive efficiency is like a hundred and almost almost hundred and twenty, and when he's off it, it dips down to the low to the mid nineties. So that, Dwayne's really doing a lot for this offense. Well, a lot for Whiteside, especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That has a lot to do with Whiteside's field goal percentages. Yeah, but I we see Whiteside. Was... Whiteside without Dwayne is a different player than Whiteside with Dwayne. Right. <laughs> I think that, I think I read a stat. It was like sixty-three percent shooting for Whiteside with Wade on the court, forty-four percent with Wade off the court. So That's Wade's insane. giving Whiteside much easier looks, um, and. Yeah. That's really that's helping his game. Do you guys want a weird NFL update, or you don't care at all? Sure, fine. You've been you really want you really wait, want wait, 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 wait. Let me get some breaking news. You're so happy. You're smiling like a dork. You just want to use your sound, and you're taking too long. Yeah, is it gonna come or no? It's, you're such a loser. It's coming. And, what does that mean? And, and no, it's not. That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I got a picture of ISIS for some reason. Just got benched. Did you do that? He, yeah, he has four interceptions, or four, three or four oh! interceptions. And he got benched on the day he broke the passing record. Here's so your sound. If you hear it. I don't hear it. It's so that's, low. That's so low. I can hear it. You're a bad producer. No, I can hear it. Yeah, no, I quit. That was, uh, that was, come on. We got to do better. We got to do better. We got to do better. I'm interrupting you. Where's the update? update? Was that the update? Hey, man, he got benched? That's crazy. Come on. Paid Man got benched on the day he broke the passing record. That's it's funny. Good. It's funny. It's, it's pretty sad. It's hilarious. So when Dwayne's on the court, the Heat have 104 uh, offensive re- uh, efficiency. When Dwayne's off the court, 98. So it's okay. a pretty, pretty substantive bump. Wade's, Wade's been playing well this year. He looks he looks loose. He looks healthy. He looks... Um, he's, uh, getting, he's, he's getting to the line? What? He looks as good. I don't know if he just like needed that extra. I don't know why it hasn't happened, but he got into really good shape this off season, and he, he, it's looking like it so far. So, just gotta hope that he can stay healthy. And well, he had a good year last year. I mean, I don't. Yeah, but he missed a lot of games last year. Yeah, oh, actually, I want to pose a question to you guys. How many games do you <laughs> think Wade will play this year? I have a better question because that question stinks. Nah. What do you What do you think Amari Stoudemire's offensive rating is and defensive rating? I'm gonna uh, give you over. Go back under, to <laughs> I'm gonna give you over under sixty. It's under. What? It can't. What? It's under sixty. Yeah. No. I, no, I have seen it because I edited Chris's Hernandez article. Rating, offensive rating over under sixty. I was gonna say over, but I guess it's under. That's kind of ridiculous. Fifty-seven point five. Yeah, I mean, he, well, when's the last time he played? He played in the Cleveland game. Was that the last time he played? Defensive rating over under 117. Still under. Yeah. You're going to yeah. go under, Brian? Hell yeah. I think it's over now. 120 defensive rating. Yeah. Your Amari Stoudemire, big free agent acquisition, minus 62.6 in net rating. Yeah, I don't, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he's going to play um, very much at all. Wow. That's bad. All in 12 minutes. That's a lot of damage in 12 minutes, Amari. See, yeah, yeah I didn't think he played that much. It's fine. It's not a that big deal. Much. I mean, I'd rather, I'd rather play Stokes over him, but that's, you know, whatever. That's, yeah, let's, let's play another crappy game. Uh, okay. Brian, do you remember when we used to play Guess the Box Score? <laughs> yeah. Oh, old times. Okay, I got I to who, who do you think is, is the team leader in minutes played? 
the team Bosch. leader. I say yep. Bosch. Go Butch. And, and Winslow second. Well, Winslow, yeah, Bosch. Winslow. Well, I, I didn't say I didn't say Bosch was first. Oh, who's? I think I think Winslow's played. Actually, a ton yeah, of Winslow's minutes. probably first, and then Bosch. Okay, so you say so. Both of you say Winslow. Yeah. It's Winslow Bosch. I don't know which one's one and two. Okay, well you got to guess. So be a man. Come on. All right, I say so I'll say Bosch, and I'll say Winslow, and we'll see who's right. But Brian said Winslow. Well, I, nah, let's go so Bosch. I said Bosch, Bosch first. Whatever. I'm just saying Winslow now. Because... Hey, stick to your damn convictions. <laughs> okay. What is it? Bosch, 292. Yes. And Winslow's behind or the more? Somewhere? Behind, 256. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because Wade and uh, Drogic have been sitting out most fourth quarters with that lineup. So well, Drogic has played the second most minutes at 275. Oh, okay. All right. So and, and Interesting. Winslow is, is third. Hassan is right after. I'm sorry, Hassan is third. Winslow is fourth. Are uh, you guys are you guys worried about Drogic or is it just no, you think it's no. a mental thing? I think it's a mental well, thing. That last game, that last game he was finishing layups again. So I think he's fixed. I hope. I'm going to the game on Tuesday, so I'd like to see a nice uh, dragon performance. So. You know, I went to the Tuesday game against the Lakers because I have never seen Kobe Bryant play. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm going to see Kobe. And you I, wrote that I, whole story, too. I wrote the whole story about Kobe, and it was I had graphs, and I had called Harrison while I was on the highway to go to the game, and he fixed it for me. <laughs> and I'm so pumped. And I get to the stadium, and I get a text. Was it from you, Harrison? Yeah, I... Yeah, sorry. you were Jack, and you're just like Kobe's not playing, and I was like, "Damn it!" <laughs> I, I went to a really good Kobe Heat game. I can't remember what year it was. It was 20, bef- 2011, was, the overtime game. No, nah, it must have been before LeBron. So maybe it was like 2009. Oh, yeah, Kobe, two, no, 2010, an overtime game. No, Kobe missed like a three at the buzzer that we won, and then I just I got out of the arena <laughs> as quickly as possible yeah, to beat Travis. I believe two seven. I know what you're talking. about. Yeah, so that was a really – that's the last time I think I've watched – I mean, I saw Jordan when he was on the Wizards. Like, I've seen uh, – uh, uh, It was still, it's still uh, Jordan. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm Harrison. I'm Harrison. I'm such a cool guy. I've seen Jordan oh, and Kobe. That's not what I was trying to do. I was. I thought you were saying Jordan sucked as a Wizard. Which no, no, did. no. God. Well, no. Well, he did. But All right, I've been in some big heat games. Like, sue me. <laughs> <laughs> I went to go see Tim Duncan one year and uh, Pops at him. I got, pop. I got pop of it. I popped. You got popped. I got double popped because Duncan was also on my fantasy team, so he just like double fucked me. Yeah. I, I saw Shaq's last game on a Heat uniform. Pop, pop gave me the shocker. <laughs> Wait. The, okay. That was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Too much. Too much. It's kind of announced. I haven't mentioned anime yet, so just be happy. Yeah. Please no, please. I know we're heading oh, on that path. No. I'm, I'm, I'm watching I'm watching a basketball anime. No, no, hear me out, hear me out. No. And and there's this no. guy on the team that the Heat could totally use. Like off the bench. Like this guy's a monster. This guy scores on everyone and he plays like is street he, ball. Is he literally a monster? Because that is anime, right? Like No no. No, that's Space Jam. Oh no, not, not Space Jam. Aomi. That yo badass, yo. That I guy just, can score on it. We need to separate basketball and Anime. Start your own podcast. No, no. Start your own anime podcast. Uh, yeah. Get that nonsense out of here. No, Kuroku, get it out of here. Kuroku no, no, no more. You're, you're done. I thought you were going to cut my mic off. That would be funny. I you know, I've been, my mic's been cut off before <laughs> on, on radio because of this. I'm not surprised at yeah. all. Also, Rudy Gobert almost has me a double-double. 
Wait, so do, do you did you guys read the Gerald Green story and think to yourself like, holy oh, we've shit? About that. Yeah. Well, well, see, my first thought was, oh my god, Pat Riley really is the Godfather. Like he owns the police. That story made zero sense at all. None. Like, none zero. None. I mean, if you want my, I I got like very drunk. Um, ended up like falling down, cutting himself. That's where the blood came from. And then whoever found him, he must have been with someone because why would that girl have been on the 911 call? And then when they found him, consciousness, he just started fighting. Must have punched someone in the face who was a no, Heat fan. He did punch someone in the face. Yeah, who was obviously a Heat fan who didn't press charges because anyone else yep. would have pressed charges. Can we get the Durant, you the real MVP to that guy? <laughs> I mean, seriously, that's... And then, and then he comes. But the funny part is, by suspending him, you open it, it to more questions. And then, but that story, I was reading the story like, okay, Riley owns the police. Um, that's the only way that it makes sense. There's that's none of that story made sense at all. None of it. You made us believe. Godfather. Putting man. clothes on our backs. You I mean, he has to be. We're we're really doubting his skills. We think he's just really good at putting a basketball team together, or coaching. He no, he's a real Godfather. You the real movie's based on Pat Riley. The best part was in the Ira Munderman story, and it's just like, and Joe Green punched a man in the face. <laughs> it's like, yes. No, it's like uh, the victim was like, Gerald, can I help you? And then Gerald just socked him. Bah. Wait, wait, guys, be quiet. Be quiet for one second. You the real MVP. Well, it's so, so low, Brian. It's Nobody low, can hear that. I can make it louder for you. No, I can hear it, but I guess you guys. Yeah, you can it's, but everyone a, else is going to hear on the show, too. It's just the way I have you guys set up on the mixer. Brian's our terrible producer. This is a sloppy, sloppy podcast. We have a nice web, <laughs> a nice website. We're supposed to be professional. And you're out here not doing things right, Brian. You're the real MVP. That's better. Uh, uh, See, I that heard was, that. But that it was, was good. It was only five minutes too late. Yeah. So it works on command now? MVP. Okay. What? You're the real MVP. Okay, so I'm gonna let's set this joke up again. Ready? Okay. So <laughs> this show sucks. <laughs> my dad listens to this too. It's funny. Shout out to my dad. Your poor father. So yeah, Gerald Green goes and socks this guy who doesn't press charges. You the real MVP. You're late, dude. That was better. That was better. That's better. At least that was better. You get a gold star with Comic Sans that says you tried. <laughs> I did it for dramatical silence. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. So, Gerald Green's punching guys in the face. Chalmers gets traded, even though he's his boy and he helps them. Uh, Kobe didn't play. They beat the Jazz. Bumpy. Okay, let's, 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 get, into some, uh, let's get into some pimples. <laughs> <laughs> get into some pimples. Jump, Johnson. Jumpy Johnson, right? Can we call him Neutrogena? I'm going to like try to call him Neutrogena. What? <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about Neutrogena. I like Bumpy's great, and he didn't seem. Uh, they asked him on Levitard. He didn't mind. So Bumpy's they, good. They did, yeah, that was a that was a weirdly good interview. You ever heard it? Check it out. I didn't. That's how it. most of them are with Levitard. You're like, what? Is no, like, they're always. He's, he's good. I like him. They're always good. Bumpy's good. Yeah, he's good. Um, somebody, uh, somebody on Twitter brought up an interesting point. If he might play himself. Into a mid-level uh, contract. That's not the true. Heat, the Heat have his early bird right, yep. so he's really not going anywhere. We have him the Gilbert um, Arenas provision. Can you explain that so that people who don't understand can know? The the Heat signed him. So Tyler Johnson was 
an undrafted free agent that the Heat signed to two 10-day contracts last year. And then when they when they inked him to the contract, they inked him to a two-year deal where he would be a restricted free agent after those two years. But it's not just restricted free agency where the Heat can match any offer. It's it's a rule set up. They call it the Arenas rule after Gilbert Arenas, where they're able to they're able to. Uh, I'm trying to think of the exact wording. Let me let me see if I can do this. But basically, they there's not going to be anyone that can take him away from the Heat. I don't think they could offer a high enough. Yeah, but what I'm saying is that if somebody offers him a mid-level contract, I don't think the Heat would pay him that. I think what happens is his he, this year he's making a million dollars. That salary cap hold stays on uh, for next season. So until he signs a new contract, um, that number still stays there, and they're able to sign him to whatever number to go over the cap even while retaining him, which they wouldn't be able to do if they didn't have his early bird rights. That is correct. I'm sorry that took me 10 minutes for it to come out. Brian, you, I mean, Harrison, you struggled. I have the Heat Hoops uh, story from uh, Albert Yeah, Reagan. why don't you just read that? No, no, I, don't mention them. That's, those are the enemy. What? No, no I love him. I want him on the podcast. No! You shut your whore mouth. You shut your whore mouth. No, that's I love it, you, Albert Random. Please join us. But that's what it, that's what it is. That's, is that they have his early bird rights, his his low uh, cap hold stays on the salary, and then they can they can sign him to any number going over the cap, which you couldn't do with a normal free agent. Like they're not going to be able to do that with Whiteside or Wade. They have to fit within the salary cap. Yeah, Johnson they, they would be. Have, they, don't, they don't have it for Wade. No, no. Why? I'm because asking they, too many questions, aren't I? You're just asking questions where I have to think about it, and it might take longer to come up with. This is an awful radio. All right, Brian. Well, it, actually, we do have his bird rights, but it wouldn't matter because he's already. We're using his cap room, and his cap room is over twenty million, so it wouldn't make a difference. Mm. If we if we try to re-sign him to a lower contract, maybe it might, but I don't think that's going to be happening. This, and this has been a very sporty. Podcast. There's there's a lot of like there's a lot of technicalities to uh, filling out your cap room, and like just a lot of different like order matters when you sign these free agents, mind you. So um, more important more important things. Harrison, what's the score of the Patriots game? Um, the last, time I checked, the last time I checked, it was 23-17. I thought you were Giants. watching it. No, I have it on Red Zone, so I have. I don't know why, but they have this horrible Denver game on right now. It's 22 nothing. Kansas City beating Denver. I, just saw Pey- I saw Vine of Peyton Manning getting decked. <laughs> uh, he's really had a, I mean, what a horrible game for them. I can't believe he got benched, but... That's funny. Yeah. Um, no, but basically, so... So not, I, I think they're matching Tyler Johnson. Whatever, if they if they give him mid level, they'll keep him. Like that's how important he's. Yeah, you think key. they'll do? You think they'll pay him that for a backup point guard? It'll be yeah. five point six million. So by then, no, that price would be actually a steal. Oh God. Yeah. What do you mean? Uh, what, come on, man. Like it's a value of a, it's a value of mid, a non taxpayer mid level mid level contract for a backup they, point guard. They gave Gianni. Birdman do you not realize the, this year just for being Birdman? Like, Gianni, not, Gianni, not that you got to realize five million dollars. You got to yeah, Gianni. You got to realize worked out. You got to realize that this cap is going up by almost thirty million in the next three years. Understood. Don't they want Durant? Okay, and by then we he, the, the only purpose of getting Durant is trying to get him on our cap space. It doesn't right, matter just, with Tyler Johnson because we can go over to the cap to sign him. You can go over the cap to sign Johnson, so it doesn't affect whether you can get Durant or not. No, but I, I, I understand that. 
threats a pipe dream, though. I mean, they there's so many. Uh, Wade would have to take significantly less than he's making now. Whiteside would have to go way under the max. I saw and a then, great theory. <laughs> what was your, what was the theory? Have Wade sign a a minimum level deal. <laughs> yeah, not gonna happen. And then next year, when the cap goes up another fifteen million, then he can have his starting salary at like thirty or thirty five million because he'll be uh, he'll be at that veteran um, age where he can just get like thirty five percent of the cap, kind of like Kobe right now is. Give him a Kobe yeah. deal. Yeah, pretty much give him a Kobe deal for like one or two more years. And then that'll when? be like his that'll be like his final deal. I wonder uh, what they're gonna do with Dang after this year. If 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 he ends up staying until the end of the uh, season, I wonder if they're gonna try to bring him back at a really, really discounted rate. Because he's playing yeah. well. He is playing well. I just don't know. I don't know what think, the heat is. I think they bring him back for see if if you could get him for half of what he's making now, but that doesn't really make sense con- considering um well, what we just you know. mentioned now, that'll be a steal in the next three years. Uh, yeah, pe- people like Jody Meeks will be making more money than he is. Yeah. That's, that's just the I reality. Mean, yeah. it, it, it's going to be an interesting offseason because I'm not sure where the numbers are going to... F- I mean, they're saying $90 million and you'll have to see. You'll have to see, but... It could go uh, over. Look, if Dang wants to take less, he can come back. Otherwise, you know, see a Dang. No, it could it go just, over. Did you guys see this vine of this fan, this Raiders fan? running on the field and then is tackled by a viking no like an That's actual hilarious. viking i missed oh, it yeah. he just ran on the field and this viking just like got subdued him until the cops got there that was hilarious and then he just stared him down as he walked back to his team i don't know uh, what yeah, you're i missed about. it i so so uh raiders fan ran onto the field yes okay that sounds like it probably hurt pretty badly this has been an incredibly sporty show. I feel like we're not having enough fun. Tackles of the day. This fan illegally running on the field. And look at the move by Anton Exum Jr. And then- <laughs> you satisfied, Brian? That was lame. So what What do you want to talk about to make it less sporty? Well, I wanted to talk about that, but Brian played the awful audio. It was Can awful. everybody hear that? Yeah, I heard it. It just sounded yeah. a little stupid. Even the visual exactly. was pretty stupid. No, it was thought the visual was good, dude. He just decked the guy. Meh. 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 Oh, getting killed in fantasy this week, guys. So wow, bad. we're all you guys have no energy. Brian is meh to a football player who tackled the guy who went on the field. Harrison looks destroyed because his fantasy team losing. <laughs> I have to see, I have to see the guy getting destroyed in order to like appreciate it. The it sound of he didn't get destroyed. He kind of just got gently tackled to the ground, but it was still funny. Okay. Okay. Wow. This show's going up in flames. What are, yeah, what are we talking about here? Okay, and I, and I want to move on like a little bit like to the rest of the league. Um, can Do we it. talk about YOLO Westbrook? And for those of you who don't know what YOLO Westbrook is, YOLO Westbrook is Westbrook without Durant. Is there a more fun thing in sports than YOLO Westbrook? You know, you know Westbrook isn't my favorite guy, and you but always it's bring so him. much fun. He just does whatever he wants. I mean, it's. I'm really curious to see what Durant does next year because, I mean, he could either stay in OKC with without a guarantee that Westbrook will be there the year after. Well, I've or, read that somebody suggested that they should both take one year deals, or that Durant should take a one year deal to decide with Westbrook. But I think I, I think I, I might have mentioned that. Oh, that, that was you. I think so. 
but uh, just to, just to line up because then you could, they could get, they could be agents elsewhere. They could stay in OKC. But I, I think I don't think Durant can do that with the way he's getting hurt. I mean, these injuries are starting to. So I think he's going to take the money while he can. And the I'd, the odds are he stays in OKC. Washington's interesting just because they have a good young team and that's where he grew up. Why, why Otherwise, saying that I don't understand why just because you grew up somewhere doesn't mean you want to go back there. It worked for LeBron, so I guess that's so, well, the only he also, he also that's he would fit nicely on that Washington team. And you had kind of a great point guard. I like Beal's game. They got the big center in Gortat. I don't. I guess Nene is probably a free agent, so they'd have to find a four. Chris Humphreys is hitting threes now. Did you see that? No, I didn't really. Mr. Kardashian? Chris Humphreys is shooting an incredible percentage from three this year. He Mr. learned how to shoot. Yeah, he learned how to shoot free uh, threes. You type so loud. Yeah, right. You sound like You're a mad scientist. Type. That's the loudest typing ever. I, I tried to do it lighter, but it didn't make much of a difference. <laughs> you, you, type, you type viciously. I'm not mad. I'm just trying to. What get did there you quick. do? What did your keyboard do to you? Nothing. Hold on. Just give me a second. I'm almost okay. there. Okay, Brian. Uh, let's fill. Brian, what are you doing? What are you looking at? You're I'm just looking playing. At I'm, I'm just playing with my mic microphone. What cord. are you? So we have Brian, our freaking producer, the coils on his headphones. Harrison's <laughs> angrily googling something. I can't. I can't find the, the exact numbers, and I don't feel like adding them up. But he's shooting. <laughs> he, he's taking a. You can do it. Hold on. Oh, Why God. is this so hard? Brian, he's, stop playing with that thing. It's he's shooting three and a half threes per game, and he's making forty six point five percent from the Brian's, three point. Brian's not even near the mic. Brian's like lounging, like way behind his mic. I feel like then, a cat. Like, he's rocking back and forth, and when he wants to speak, he has to rock all the way up and then lean in. Isn't that a song? Lean back, lean back. Stop. No. It's a song. Oh my gosh, not- Brian! Brian, you're so white right now. <laughs> yeah, stop for real. <laughs> I mean, that was. I don't know. This Brian's the whitest like, Hispanic person I've ever met. <laughs> that was that was the whitest moment in history, right there. We need a sound for that. You're the whitest Hispanic I've ever met. Where's your family from? They got a club in here. Yeah. I'm half Colombian. My dad's from New Jersey. What is that sound? I don't know. Brian, stop! I'm playing it. No. Lean back. Is this the clean version? No. Oh. Eh. Uh, man. Song Rap sucks. Music is not great these days. I'm sure it's like a 2005 song. I think Fat Joe was in it. Yeah. Fat Joe is the artist for Lean Back. Oh, Pick up your pants and do the rock away. 305 Finest. <laughs> stop. Okay. You stop too. Oh, not a good day for the Broncos. My favorite. sorry dad why are we laughing my favorite rapper is young Jeezy he's Tim Legley now he's awesome I liked I liked whoever was in the game but I forgot their names now the game the game was a rapper well oh G-Unit sorry G-Unit the game Uh, is awesome he's my second favorite 50 Cent no who was the there's a guy who ended up in prison no, no, no. There's one other guy. We're missing the one guy. Tony, yay, yo. Get out the way, yo. I got to think about it. but Because I listened to a lot of... Uh, oh, my gosh. Another interception. I listened to a lot of rap in high school, but I can't remember his name now. 
Tony Yeo, Lloyd Banks, 50 Cent, The Game. That is G-Unit. I'll just look on my phone so I don't make as much noise. Yeah, don't angrily Google on... <laughs> hold on, hold on. Uh, we started off so strong, and this has come to a crashing halt. It's because you kept saying we were too, we were too sporty, and then we go off these... We were, we, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. We tried to not be sporty, and now we're uncomfortable. <laughs> okay, so get us back on track, host. Young Buck. Young Buck is my boy. Oh, Young Buck. I forgot yeah. about Young Buck. Yeah, You're young right. Buck. Yeah. Young Buck was good. Yeah, he was great. And then he went to jail. Yeah. Oh. I feel 14 again. Yeah, young, uh, young Buck, I think, was the most talented, actually. Is it bad that Mike Shinoda is my favorite rapper? Who? I love Mike Shinoda. The guy from Linkin Park. Oh, I, I didn't Fort know. Fort Minor. No, no, no. I mean Fort Minor. Linkin Park. Remember the name? Yes, that guy. It's so good. We saw him. No, me and Johnny went to a concert. Yes, with my sister. 30 yes. Seconds to Mars and Linkin Park. And, and, and AFI. Whatever. Who cares about them? Canada, Remember the big Canada Canada does, I think. huge. <laughs> yeah, I almost fell asleep driving home that day. We almost died. I, somebody hit us. That was funny. That, remember, that was true, um, yeah. <laughs> Ryan, my sister, and I are in a car coming back from a concert. And we're in stop and go traffic. And I just look in my, uh, my rear view mirror. And I go, those people are going to hit us. And then three, two, one, boom. And I was like, and there it is. And you were you hurt or what? No, we we were about? like only like five miles an hour. It was like bumper bumper yeah. traffic. But okay. I, like I just predicted that they were gonna like whack us. And you got out of the car and he was like, "Nah, I don't have time for this." No, and then the guy's like, uh, "Did I hit him?" And the cop was like, "Yeah, you did. I saw you." <laughs> I was like, no damage done. It's really, really late. I live in Miami. We're in. Where were we? West Palm Beach. I gotta go. No, we were, yeah, we were in West Palm Beach. Yes, we oh, were at the okay. cruise and amphitheater. Okay, so let's let's close out the show. Talk about some more bumpy because this is a hot topic. Yeah, I mean, we, uh, we still got a segment to do, huh? We still got one more segment to do. How how long have we gone for? We are currently at forty nine <laughs> minutes and twelve seconds. A good, a good question. How much longer is this going for? Yeah, this is not going well. All right, <laughs> sorry, listeners. Uh. But- Bumpy's kind of the guy we've been looking for for the last few years. We just really haven't we haven't let Bumpy flourish. Is kind of what it is. That's I think that's really I mean that's that's what Riley claims is the real reason behind the Chalmers trade is that we needed some time to let Bumpy go. Bumpy, um, can really shoot from the outside. He's got a pretty good stroke from three. He hit that huge shot the other night against Utah to put the Heat up four with about. Uh, 20 seconds left and you can he's just exuding confidence uh the guy has no fear he doesn't mind taking it to the basket he can he can make the right pass he can make the shot and just playing tenacious defense um he's a bulldog out there and he's playing like uh exactly what the heat need off the bench him and winslow love each other too they're having such a bro love out there anytime is so cliche <laughs> yeah but i am cliche tenacious uh, d that's a good band too, um, and yeah, I mean him and Winslow out there together are just really causing uh, causing issues for whoever they're guarding, especially out on the wings. And I hope it continues, right? I would I would hate for it to uh, to end really as quickly as it's as it started. But yeah, I, I'm loving Tyler Johnson. I need a jersey. When are jerseys out yet? I'm sure they've been out since last year. Yeah. 
So now you can customize one. I don't like customize. I just like I I don't even buy the jerseys. I buy you the want jerseys. A, you want a Tyler Johnson jersey? Do you own a Udonis Haslam jersey? No, I almost bought one. Yeah, I get that first. But you oh you want a freaking Tyler Johnson jersey? Yes. But Udonis, you any listen? The oh my god, jersey talk. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a dolphin show now. Only on HeBeatMiamiDuck.com. You could check us out. I'm Eric Reed. Hear my smooth talking. You can. Uh, oh man, I I listened to the Dolphin podcast of those guys, the Finsiders. Yeah, that, that was the most boring. No, no, no. Like the. Are they better than us? No, no, no. I mean, they're very knowledgeable about the Dolphins, but it was just. I don't think they realize how it was just really boring. I wanted to listen. I was interested. I'm, it's like, okay, I'll turn on the podcast and make some dinner. Oh my god, I almost fell asleep cooking. It's incredible. That's a really that's, dangerous. That's, that's, that's the most dangerous, dangerous thing you yeah. do. Um, I, I, we're gonna end the show because we don't have much to talk about anymore. We're just basically gonna end up reading Tyler Johnson's stats. Tyler Johnson has a five point one real plus minus. I swear to God, I was about to read his turnover percentages, <laughs> and I'm like, this sounds like a terrible idea. I was like, we've reached the end of the road, and I'm reading you a backup point guard turnover percentages. 5.1. Real plus minus. 5.1. He's the real deal, man. He's the real Second deal. Second on the team. Best best athlete with wait, pimples? Wait, behind, behind Winslow? Behind Bosch, actually, 5.4. Best athlete oh. with pimples? Are his pimples as bad as they were when he first uh, came Jill in? Green's still no, up no, there. No, Jill Green. Better, Jill he's, Green. He's, he's pimples. I mean, come on. He's bumpy. Yeah, he's... It's. I mean, it's perfect. And if, as long as he's okay with it, because, you know, if you're making fun of someone, you never want to do that. But if he's fine with it, we're fine with it. Durant so. getting mad at Slim Reaper? Get over yourself, dude. That's a that great... A great nickname. Get over awesome. yourself. I don't care that you're self-conscious that you're skinny. You're the freaking Slim Reaper. That was awesome. Since he rejected that nickname, nothing's gone right for him. Think about that. Now that's that's a good point. Yeah, Illuminati. Nothing. It's nothing. Illuminati. Is right. <laughs> that's a hot take. No, I thought that was the little B thing. The little B curse. No, the little B curse. Base God. Oh yeah, he, right. You're right. And Base God cursed the Rockets, and that's Oof. and James Harden. Yeah. Oof. That guy. That guy's not playing defense still. Did he forgive Gr Smith? Does he, does he even play minutes? I don't even know. Should we be scared of the Cavs? Should Should the Heat be scared of the Cavs? Uh, I'll wait scared, until Kyrie's back. Like, losing to them? Like, I don't know. I, I know that they lost to them, but I, I think the sentiment in Miami is like, going forward the next, I don't know, couple years. Um, that's, a, that's a bad I mean, question. I'm sorry, forget well, it. It's not... It's, you, the question, eh, but what you're what you're asking is the Cavs are the the Cavs are eight and two, and the Heat lost them. That was an awful question. Nobody listened to me. Yes, no, we no, should no, be no. worried. They're, they're the best. They're still the best team in the East, and they're going to be tough to win. But I guess LeBron, the question should have been: Are the Heat? Do you think the Heat can catch them? No. Yeah, yeah not, I do. Not, I told not you that first before place. the season started. I wrote an article about it. Um, I, yeah, I I don't. Brian, do you? Not for first place. Like, oh, we can the catch the Hawks. One. We can catch the Hawks, but not not the first seed. Are the Hawks even good? Somehow they're uh, still up there. I don't know what they're doing. I think they still miss DeMar Carroll, but I don't want to get you upset. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Tiago looks pretty good, though. Splitter? Huh? Splitter's playing well? Yeah. I think jump shots uh, now. It's weird. 
I haven't followed much of their games this year. I'm not that worried about anyone in the East besides the Cavs. Like, I think the Heat could beat any other team. It's I think it's coming down to the Cavs and the Heat in the Eastern Conference. I, I can't believe how, like, the Heat have owned the Raptors so badly since Bosch has left. <laughs> it's been great. I mean, we, we owned the Cavs when LeBron was here, too. We just kind of owned I, I have a story to end the show on. Uh, so I remember I really wanted to go to a Heat-Raptors game because I wanted to watch Chris Bosch a couple years ago. All right. And I was trying to I was trying to convince my friends who don't, don't really like basketball. Let's go watch the game. And they're like, ah, oh, not really. I don't want to pay money. They only kind of like basketball. And one is a Nick fan and the other didn't care. And I was like, no, you gotta come. And they're like, well, why? I was like, cause cause the mascot's a raptor in shorts. And they're like, Oh, that's pretty cool. And then they that, came <laughs> That was how you got them to come to the game. Yeah, a raptor in shorts, man. That's pretty how cool. Do people right? not, listen, I I understand if you don't even like basketball, right? But going to a, an NBA game is a lot of fun. I've taken it's people so that really fun. Yeah, I mean, they do a pretty good job of like entertaining you, with, regardless. And um, oh man, Tom Brady just got picked at the goal line. That's crazy. Suck. Oh, better question, better question. Best sport to take a girl on a date to? I'm all in with baseball. Baseball is a great date. Because you can like talk to her and stuff. Yes, yes. Because you have the game. You can. There's just stuff going on. You can, especially a Marlins game. I was gonna say. I was gonna say hockey because, like, stuff happens too ha- too fast in hockey to pay attention. So you kind of have to pay attention to each other. It's cold, so you can like cuddle up with your girl. Mm. And I think that's like the best. Baseballs can be boring. I, and they're kind of like, all right, when are we leaving? And you're like, no, nah, I'm having fun. Like, you know, I don't know. Hockey, I think, is the good. Oh, hockey's okay. I, I I think hockey's second place. I think baseball. Club live well, at the basketball. Miami Dolphins arena. Dolphins are an Sun Life Stadium. No, no, Club it's live. So club hot. live. So hot. Nobody's happy. The Clevelander. They're all sticky. The Cleveland. Then the team's mediocre. Okay, fine. And then they, the Dolphins like get your hopes up and then crush it, and it's like nobody's happy at the end. Nobody goes home to a Dolphins game happy, even if they win. I was happy when Tim Tebow beat us. Oh, I remember that. Do you remember that? Base God. That was a crazy. That was, that was the last Dolphins game I've been to. I went to a Jets. Uh, Brian Hartline gave me tickets. The last game of the season a couple years ago. Brian Hartline. Yeah. Ooh, a long time ago. I went to the Raven when we lost to the Ravens uh, very recently. It was I think it was two seasons ago. Sucks to suck, buddy. We're so bad. <laughs> I crushed all your spirits. No, it's just it's. I mean, I'm wearing the Dolphins too, but it's just it's horrific. Brian, what's your what's your preferred sporting event? for a girl to take a date on. I still like basketball. That, I guess I mean, that's I just me. Think, I don't think basketball is bad because you, you, you can go out after because basketball is usually, like, especially in Miami, it's right downtown near Brickell. You can go out to dinner, have some drinks after. I don't know. I, I think, I think basketball is good too. It, it depends yeah. what you want in a date. It's hard to talk to a girl during a basketball game. They're a lot of fun. That's, I mean, it's... <laughs> oh, so what do you think? Blah, 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 blah. Looking at I'm, Chris Bosch's pick and roll defense. <laughs> Chris Bosch is playing. Ah, don't talk to me, bitch. <laughs> no, I mean it's it's true. It depends what your you know, what date it is. You know, that was a loaded question. Oh my, it wasn't a foul. That was a charge. It wasn't in the restricted area. <laughs> but you gotta do it in the Eric and Tony voice, then. Hey, buddy. <laughs> Eric. Oh my, my mom. Like I told her that. Tweet- Twitter was calling Tony Fiorentino horny Fiorentino for a while, and that's become her favorite thing. 
and she just yells at the TV, horny, whenever he comes on TV. That was the best. That's the best vine ever when he's looking at the cheerleader and they're like, he's like, coach. And he's like, I was just looking at some stats. <laughs> he's like just staring off to the side. And, and Eric's like, Tone, like, coach, come here. And he's just like, sorry, I was looking at some stats. <laughs> Do you, can you find me that vine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I on. need to know where that is. Oh, Wait, my you've, God. Ne- you've never seen that before? Oh, that sounds amazing. What? Okay, hold on. Eric, I was looking at some stats. His voice is so raspy. Why do you both angry type? I don't know. I think angry types do. But when Brian types, he has to leave his microphone, so he can't even answer me when I make fun of him. What? Now, see, now you have to like turn all the way, and like I see you, buddy. <laughs> I type. I typed in Eric Fiorentino. <laughs> How did I botch butcher name in the beginning? Botch. Yeah. I said botch and butch. No. I gotta find this thing. Chris Bosch. Oh my god. What? Chris Bosch. I heard Bosch. Did you man? I remember there was a time that Tony was flirting with like all the girls, like Joanna Gomez, and then with the blonde girl. That was funny. Remember? Do you remember Tony Bingo? Yeah, Tony <laughs> Bingo was good. Did you ever play Brian? We didn't. We play. Yes. That was fun. Explaining the... <laughs> oh, man. You know, you're both typing, and you leave me to my own devices. This is actually pretty hard it. to find. I really gotta, I have to find Brian, it. what are you trying to look for? I'm trying to find the same thing. God. I'm going to try to find it. It's a two-man job. <laughs> we need a third person to, like... Uh, I don't know. Other... It keeps coming up to the same clip, so it must be this clip. I just don't know why it's not divine. What are you searching? <laughs> Tony Ferentino looking looking for stats or looking at stats. I don't know. I'll find it. This is terrible not. radio. And Brian, you're smiling at the screen like an idiot. I'm trying to find it. <laughs> I'm trying to find it now, too. Well, I guess in the meantime, uh, my girlfriend was asking where Ma- Master P was the other day. Who's Master P? Chalmers? No. Ooh. James Ennis. Oh! Did you see that picture of him and Chalmers sat on the Memphis bench? Yeah. Uh, I felt bad for two seconds. No, that was funny, dude. I felt bad, but it was funny. Oh, I was... I think I googled Florentino. Well, we know you wouldn't spell it right if you, even if you knew I can't spell. I'm so scared of spelling. And names. Okay, I'm pretty. I'm pretty confident that we're not going to find this. Yeah, I'll send it to you after. All right, guys. It has been a pleasure, laughing at Horny Fiorentino, looking at Tyler Johnson's basketball reference page. Why are you all so quiet, man? Oh, I'm talking. We don't want to interrupt. You know. It's, you found that's, it. That's rude. You found it. I didn't find it. Oh. Fuck. You smiled, and I got excited. I was just. I thought you were going to go on, and then I. I think this is the clip. I just, it's longer than I thought. So play it. Well, no, it's two minutes. Well, you're not going to be oh, able to hear two it. Two minutes? Well, send on. it to me and I'll watch it later. Yeah. I'm going to try to look for it. Okay. Regardless, this has been the Heat Beat Podcast. You can check out our website, <laughs> heatbeatmiami.com. Follow us on Twitter at MIA Heatbeat. I am at GNavas103. He is at by Brian Goins. <laughs> 
and uh, he is at Citrin. What what is your thing? H L Citrin. Yeah, at H L C Y T R Y N. Yeah, it had a stupid name. To conclude this show, Tyler Johnson is shooting 54% from three. Yes, sir. Holy shit. 